0: Holy Spirit, thank you for lighting the flame of faith and praise in our hearts and in our church. Thank you for working through your word to grow us in faith, in hope, in love, in peace, and in praise. Lord, we are so privileged each Sunday to open up your word, and to consider the truths that you have for us in our lives and your plan, your purpose, your leading for us. And we pray, Holy Spirit, that you would open our hearts up right now to everything the Heavenly Father has for us today and that we might follow Jesus closer and closer each day. In his name we pray, amen. The late biographer Alexander White once wrote these words. Here's what he said. We hang some very heavy weights on some very thin wires. And he's right. As human beings, our inclination is to hang some very heavy weights on some very thin wires, there's the wire of pleasure. If I can just get out of town for the weekend, if I could just get to the beach for one week, if I could just get out of my hermeneutically sealed and virus-free home for at least one day, then I'd be happy. And when you've done it all, you're no more happy and you have no more hope than you did before snap goes the wire then there's the wire of possessions if i can just get that little nicer truck that little bigger house that little newer outfit well then i'll be happy and when you get it all you find out you have no more happiness than hope than before Snap goes the wire. So you move on to the wire of people. If I could just get married, then I'd be happy. If I could just get unmarried, then I'd be happy. If we could just get this pastor or that pastor, then we'd be happy. And when you get them, Snap goes the wire. Well, at least you have your health. As the saying goes, as long as you have your health. And then, after you spend a year dodging the coronavirus, a tiny blood clot lodges in the wrong place and your life is reduced to a wheelchair and bed, to slurred speech and a foggy mind. Snap goes the wire. Friends, lasting happiness and hope cannot, must not, be hung on these very thin wires. Yes, we tend to hang some very heavy weights on some very thin wires. And snap, they go. So today, I want to bring you a message on what to do when your wires snap, because we all know what that's like. And it seems like happiness and hope is just starting to slip out of your life amid those snap wires. This morning, we're going to look at, some, at a time when some wires snapped, for the people of Judah and their king named Jehoshaphat. And it's a powerful story with some very powerful lessons for us as children of God. So I'm going to ask you to open up your Bibles, please, to Second Chronicles chapter 20. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Get out your message notes, too, if you're uh, on site this morning. They are um, on your chair. Uh, At the end of your worship folder, and if you're at home, you can get them off our church's website. Now, let me give you a little background on King Jehoshaphat. For many years, the people of Judah had been ruled by wicked and evil kings. I mean, the lowest of the low. And then God raised up King Jehoshaphat. And King Jehoshaphat was a good and godly king. In fact, He was one of the best kings that Judah ever had. So the people of God, under his leadership, began to grow spiritually and experience revival and renewal under the Holy Spirit. And I'll tell you this, when you start moving forward in your spiritual life, when you start growing in your walk with Christ, something's going to happen. Tough times are going to come. You're going to end up getting attacked. You're going to end up in a battle. Adversity, challenges, disappointment, difficulty, they're going to come your way. And sure enough, that's just what happened for the people of Judah as they were moving forward spiritually. This is one of the reasons why I'm preaching this message to God's people at Mission Liberty Hill today because Mission Liberty Hill is about ready to move forward into a new season of life and ministry and spiritual growth under the leadership of Pastor Mike Kofer. God's going to honor that. He's going to bless that. And you just watch what God does in and through Mission Liberty Hill. But if you think it's going to be smooth sailing from here on out. You are sorely mistaken. It's not going to be, because whenever God's people are moving out, moving forward, and growing, the enemy wants to attack. And we find ourselves battling difficulties, setbacks, disappointments. It just works that way. So let's pick up the story here in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. We'll start with verses 1 and 2. After this, the Moabites and the Ammonites, with some of the Menhunites, came to make war on Jehoshaphat. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, A vast army is coming against you from Edom. From the other side of the sea. It is already in Hassan Tamar, that is N Gadai. Snap went the wire. And that's where some of you may be right now, or where some of you will be in the not too distant future. Sooner or later, you're going to find some disappointment, some setback, some difficulty, some seemingly unchangeable situation or unexpected trouble come into your life, but when your wires start to snap and happiness and hope start to slip away, there are two things that God wants you to do, and we see them right here in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, and we're going to focus on these two things today. Write these on your notes. First of all, when your wires snap and happiness and hope start to slip out of your heart and your hand, look to the Lord in everything. I'll say it again. Look to the Lord in everything. This is just what King Jehoshaphat did. Look at the next two verses, verses 3 and 4. Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved To inquire of the Lord. Underline those words, inquire of the Lord. And he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. The people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. Jehoshaphat didn't complain, he didn't whine, he didn't moan, he didn't groan. Instead, He and the people of Judah began to pray and to seek the Lord. And this is still what God wants his people, what he wants you to do when wires snap. He wants you to seek him in prayer. He wants you to pour out your heart to him. He wants you to inquire of the Lord and listen to him. Look to the Lord in everything. Because when your happiness and hope start slipping away and you look to the Lord in everything, you're going to find out that four things happen. And they are the exact same four things that happen to the people of Judah right here in Second Chronicles chapter 20 when they started looking to the Lord. You can write these on your notes. When you look to the Lord in everything, you will, first of all, Realize God's perfect power. You will end up realizing God's perfect power. Look at the next verses, verses 5 and 6 in your Bible. Then Jehoshaphat stood up in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem at the temple of the Lord in the front of the new courtyard and said, O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hand, and no one can withstand you. You know, when you look to the Lord in everything, you start realizing God's perfect power. You realize that nothing is too hard for the Lord, and He's going to come through for you. Secondly, when you look to the Lord in everything, you'll remember not only God's perfect power you'll also remember god's past performance you'll remember god's past performance look at the next verse verse 7 oh our god did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people israel and give it forever to the descendants of abraham your friend in essence what the lord will do is when you Look to Him in the midst of everything. He will remind you of what He's done for you in the past. And when He reminds you of what He's done for you in the past, that will give you assurance that He's going to do much for you in the present and in the future. I have sitting on my desk a uh, history of Mission Liberty Hill. You might be surprised to know that there have been people in our church that have recorded what happened every week at Mission Liberty Hill since the day it was founded. It's about this thick that history is. And it is a wonderful thing to read through. And it's sitting on my desk because we have it ready for Pastor Kofer. He's going to want to look at that history and read through that. And it's just such a joy to read through that. When I came here to Mission Liberty Hill to serve as your vacancy pastor, I got that history and I read through it. And I saw all the things that God had done for Mission Liberty Hill in the past. And, hey, that gave me confidence that He was going to do what? Great things in the future. And here's the third thing that happens when you look to the Lord in everything. Not only do you realize God's perfect power and remember God's past performance, you will also recognize God's promised presence. God's promised presence. Look at the next verses, verses 8 to 12, verse 8, they have lived in it and have built in it a sanctuary for your name, saying, if calamity comes upon us, whether the sword of judgment or plague, we certainly know what that's like, or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and will cry out to you in our distress, and you will hear us and save us. But now here are men from Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, whose territory you would not allow Israel to invade when they came from Egypt. So they turned away from them and did not destroy them. See how they are repaying us by coming to drive us out of the possession you gave us as an inheritance. O oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. You see, when in the middle of a hopeless situation, you do what the people of Judah did, and that is you look to the Lord and everything, suddenly you will begin to recognize in the middle of that situation, God's promised presence. He is with you. And that's the place where God wants to get you to be. And when you are in that place, then you say, Lord, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And when we get to that point and that place, this is when God speaks. And as we look to the Lord, we write this on your notes, Receive God's personal revelation. That's the fourth thing that happens when you look to the Lord. We receive God's personal revelation. This happened to the people of Judah. Look at the next verses in your Bible, verses 13 to 17. All the men of Judah with their wives and children and little ones stood there before the Lord. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehazel, son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mattaniah, a Levite, a descendant of Asaph, as he stood in the assembly. He said, Listen, King Jehoshaphat, and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jabril. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give to you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. That was the revelation that God spoke to them, and that God speaks to us, too. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. Go face the battle, because the battle belongs to the Lord, and the Lord will be with you, and you will emerge victorious. And hear me, people, of Mission Liberty Hill, because God is an unchanging God. Because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The secret to an unshakable hope and an unfaltering happiness, even when the wires break, is to look to the Lord in everything. In our broken and hurting world, The Lord Jesus Christ is the one wire that never breaks. He never snaps. In a world where people and possessions and pleasure and health will all let you down and take your happiness and hope down with them, Jesus Christ is absolutely dependable. Upon him hung the heavy weight of your sin, and mine, and the sin of the whole world, and yet he did not break. So what God said to the people of Judah in verse 17, he says to the people of Mission Liberty Hill, and to all of his people, he says, take up your position. And what is that position? Well, look at verse 18 in your Bible, the next verse. Jehoshaphat bowed with his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down in worship before the Lord. They worshiped God, and they looked to the Lord in everything. They listened for Him. And those of you who are in church this morning, those of you who are worshiping Online, I want to say to you that God is summoning you to prioritize regular, consistent, weekly worship and daily prayer in your life. Look to the Lord in everything. Without this, We're just depending on ourselves. We're just whipping up our own thin-wired plans, and we're acting like the battle belongs to us, and we know what to do. But when you look to the Lord in everything, when you prioritize regular, weekly, consistent worship of God and daily prayer to God, what happens is then you're looking to the Lord in everything. Then you're depending on him. You're following Jesus and his plan. And the battle belongs to him. And you will emerge victorious. In the words of an old hymn, many of you have sung this hymn before. O soul, are you wearied and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. There's light for a look at the Savior and life so abundant and free turn your eyes upon Jesus look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace yes when your thin wires start to snap and happiness and hope start slipping out of your heart and your hand this is what God wants you to do look to the Lord in everything. And here's the second thing he wants you to do. Learn to praise the Lord through everything. Write that down. Learn to praise the Lord through everything. A little girl was once asked to recite the words of the doxology, which was uh, often sung in her church on Sunday morning. So the little girl stood up, and here's what she said. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) And she's right. She's right on. Because if you want to go places in your Christian life, if Mission Liberty Hill wants to go places in their life and mission with God, if that's what we want, If we want to get on the road to lasting life, happiness, hope, and victory in Jesus Christ, we need to learn to praise the Lord through everything. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures. Here we go. This is why the Bible says what it does in 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 to 18. Look at that verse on your notes. Be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And Ephesians 5 verse 20 says, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And you may well remember 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 11 says, if anyone serves, he should do it with the strength that God. God gives, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To Him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Maybe you can't praise God for your circumstances right now, but I tell you this, you can praise God in your circumstances, because when you look to the Lord in everything, when you focus your heart upon Him, your attitude is determined by Christ, not by your circumstances. As you have heard me say many times the past two years, it's a choice to rejoice. It's a choice to start to say, I'm going to praise God in this circumstance. I'm going to set my heart on, on the blessings that I have in Jesus Christ. It's a choice on your part to turn off your television set, to sign off your Facebook page, to shut off your phone, and put on some praise music. And just... Go to YouTube and find some worship videos and just sing along with those worship songs. It's a choice to stop talking about your problems and start naming out loud before God the good things that He has given to you in your life, what He's done on your behalf. And when, by God's grace, you make that choice, then... Praise starts to bring blessing into your life. Praise has a way of turning crosses into crowns, burdens into blessings, defeat into victories, weakness into strength. And this is just what happened to King Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah here in, in uh, uh, this section Of 2 Chronicles chapter 20. They suddenly began to see as they praised the Lord that the Lord is God, that all things are in His hand, He is in control, He's absolutely dependable. He's powerful and mighty. Nothing and no one can withstand him. He is always working on behalf of and for the good of his people. So we don't need to live in fear. We don't need to live in anxiety. We don't need to live in defeat. We can live in faith. We can live in hope. We can live in victory. That's what they learned. And you don't have to just take my word for it. Take the word of God for it look at the next verses, verses 19 to 26. Look at what happened when they praised the Lord through everything. Verse 19, then some Levites from the Kohathites and the Korahites stood up and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. Early in the morning, they left for the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said listen to me Judah and people of Jerusalem have faith in the Lord your God and you will be upheld have faith in his prophets and you will be successful in essence he said look to the Lord in everything and after consulting the people Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord, for his love endured forever. They learn to praise the Lord through everything. And when they look to the Lord in everything and learn to praise the Lord through everything, look at what happened. Verse 22 And as they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. The men of Ammon and Moab rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. When the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked toward the vast army, they saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one had escaped. So Jehoshaphat and his men went to carry off their plunder, and they found among them a great amount of equipment and clothing and also articles of value, more than they could ever take away. There was so much plunder that it took three days to collect it. On the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of Barakah. Barakah is the Hebrew word for praise, where they prayed praised the Lord. This is why it is called the valley of Barakah of praise to this day. Or to put it another way, and don't you forget this, when you enter His presence with praise, He enters your circumstances with power. I'll say it again. When you enter His presence with praise. He enters your circumstances with power. This is what happens when we look to the Lord in everything and we praise the Lord through everything. God turned the situation around and he broke through and did something new. God always breaks through to always do something new. Yes, we tend to hang some very heavy weights on some very thin wires in our personal lives and in our life together at Mission Liberty Hill. May we hang our all on Jesus Christ, the one wire who never breaks. Let's commit ourselves to be a people and a church who look to the Lord in everything and learn to praise the Lord through everything. And then, in the days to come, we will surely see God do marvelous things in our life and in our life together here at Mission Liberty Hill. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures. Here we go. Let's stand for closing prayer. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to us today from this marvelous passage in your Word of God. It is our heartfelt desire to stop hanging the heavy weights of our happiness and hope on the very thin wires of this world. So we give you our lives and our life and mission together. We give them all to you, Jesus, and we depend on you to to do all that you desire to do among us. By the power of your Holy Spirit, we will look to the Lord in everything, and we will praise the Lord through everything, blessing you and your name forever. And thank you that whenever we enter your presence with praise, you enter our circumstances with power. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures. Here we go.